friends, welcome to The Afterword, a podcast where we meet up to have a deeper conversation about the truths we're studying in the Bellevue Women Bible Study each week. I'm your host, Donna Gaines, and I'm here with my co-host, Dana Street and Jean Stockdale. We spent time studying the count of Noah and the flood this week as part of our study, the beginning, his story in Genesis 1 through 11. Through Noah's faith and obedience to the Lord, a way is made to continue the redemptive thread that will lead to the cross. And as we studied, we were reminded each day that God reveals Himself through Scripture, and we will know Him by knowing His Word. You're listening to The Afterword. Jean, we are so delighted to have you yes, with us today. Are. Oh, um, my goodness. Thank you. Oh, I've missed y'all so much. <laughs> I have missed you so much. This is really a precious gift to me to get to be with you. Well, it's a gift to us to have you here and mm. such an incredible blessing for the women to be able to see you this morning. Mm. I told her before she went out, I said, you better make sure you have a tissue because I knew the <laughs> women were going to react with yeah. such joy. And mm. they gasped in the room. I know. You oh. are so beloved. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. I feel very loved and cherished. The ladies have, in many practical ways, have lavished the love of Christ on Craig and I, and we are Mm -hmm. so blessed by it. But I have especially missed being among my sweet sisters in the Lord on Tuesday mornings and Wednesday nights. It's been a very hard thing for me to Mm -hmm. step away from. I love to share the Word. I love to study. I love to teach it. I love to see women get engaged in the Word. And so I just felt like if the Lord could just let me come one time before we step full on into the chemotherapy that will begin on Friday. If I could just come and mm. see everyone. And I honestly, I'm filled to the overflow. This will hold me for a little <laughs> bit. I'm going to live on this, but it's so precious to get to see him. It really was. Oh, absolutely. And you know, such a beautiful picture today with Noah and the ark and the pitch and the atonement Mm. and that beautiful picture of what it is to be inside Mm. the ark and to know that regardless of what storm Mm -hmm. we're facing, Mm -hmm. for you it's a cancer storm, that you are in the ark of Mm. the covenant in Christ and you are safe there. Mm -hmm. You can rest there and trust Him in the midst of it. So whoever's listening today, your storm may be something different But if you are in Christ Jesus, He is your Mm. refuge, and He is the one who gives us rest. Yes, Mm. yes. We have sensed unbelievable, unbelievable, unspeakable joy Mm. and peace walking through this, even though it's one of the most devastating things we've ever walked through. And we certainly were not expecting it. This came Mm -hmm. so out of the clear blue, making plans for all sorts Mm. of ministry, getting all excited about our women getting to come back Mm. on Wednesday night, and then getting hit with this has been... It has really rocked our world, but God has shown up already in so many faithful ways in what we call kisses from the king, where Mm, you just are aware that for nothing you've done, just God in his kindness, Mm, his mm. gentleness has leaned in close to your situation. I was reading about when Jesus was calming the storm and it says, and he got in the boat with the disciples and the Lord was just impressing upon me that he is in the boat. He is in Mm -hmm. the storm with us, that we've not been abandoned, and this did not take him by surprise. This is what we believe is a part of our God's story. So as Mm -hmm. he continues to write our Mm -hmm. story, this happens to be a chapter, a very difficult one, but a Mm -hmm. chapter nonetheless. Well, Mm -hmm. Dana, you have led us in our women's ministry so well through the midst of this and helping us 
minister to Jean mm-hmm. and Craig as well, even setting aside a day of prayer and fasting and having mm-hmm. the women sign cards that were committed to it. And I know she gifted those to you today just so you can see the names of the precious mm-hmm. women who have set aside time to fast and pray for you, mm-hmm. but have committed to pray for you mm-hmm. and to stand with you in this, Jean. And that's one of the beauties of the body of Christ oh. is that we never have to face these mm-hmm. things alone. Yes. We yes. know the Lord is with us pretty precious to have flesh and blood people with you too. Absolutely. Absolutely. When we met first with our surgeon, one of the things she said, she very quickly identified herself as a believer, identified with Mm. our faith that we had shared just a little bit about. And Craig was in there with me and she said something that was so meaningful. And she said, I want you to know that the two things that make the biggest difference in treatment and recovery, you have both of them. And she Mm. said, we know this scientifically, and I know this experientially, that people of faith, yes. they walk through this yes. differently than those who have not. Mm. And she said, the second is support. And she pointed to my husband and she said, obviously, you have solid support. And then the body of Christ, how it has just means everything to us um, as we have, we've just seen people do so many just very precious, precious things mm-hmm. that, again, make us feel loved and yes. cherished, which is God's touch in our life to remind us that we're still under the favor of God. I think sometimes mm-hmm. when life falls apart, as ours just has, mm-hmm. the tendency to think is that God is displeased or He doesn't love us or there's something bad going on in mm-hmm. our lives. But in reality, we are still operating in, under His favor. And so this is what James means about counting it all joy. Yes. Uh, yes. When you fall into these things, yeah. because good things are going to come of it. And one of them is we've seen God just stand strong on our behalf in ways we could have never imagined. And in some ways, God has been preparing. I mean, this is what we live mm-hmm. for, is to step into the hard places mm-hmm. with grace and with right. strength that only He could give us. So that's where we're operating right now. But thank you. I've missed you all very much. Well, you know, it's interesting that you would say that because this past weekend, I was editing something that you've written for the next Bible study, mm-hmm. and it was talking about that. I kind of had to look and go, okay, when would, when did she write this? You wrote it way mm-hmm. before. Exactly. But I thought, Lord, how precious it is. You have a—this is not a spoiler, okay? I'm not going to spoil what you have. But it was talking about a different situation mm-hmm. that God had taken you through, but it was so pertinent mm-hmm. to where you are right now. And I thought, God— even in the writing of our next Bible mm. study, he was preparing your heart. Yes, yes. And I was just, had a moment where I was just kind of overcome mm, mm. and just realizing how good the Lord is. Yes, yes. He um, is. He and, is. And knowing also that women are going to be touched by that. We, we do uh, hope so. We really do. We have a track record with him. And I just mm-hmm. love that. He has shown up over and over and over again. And it's in these times, you need to know who he was in order to help you see him stepping into who he is in that moment. Mm -hmm. So it's real interesting to us that we had a financial implosion. We've had a child with a sickness that was not easy to diagnose. We've had some hard things. This is not the hardest thing. Having a sick child, that is, I believe, the hardest thing. Mm -hmm. This is hard and this is big, but we can fall back and rest in he was faithful then. Right. And he will be faithful now. So it's the preparation of it all. Even though we wouldn't have chosen this, there's something that we've been able to rest in, knowing that 
God will do what God will do, that he's just as faithful in this crisis as he's been in other crises and as he's been in the sweetness of the times when life was rolling along pretty well. But Jean, you have that assurance because you Mm -hmm. take God at his word Mm -hmm. and you have surrendered to his will. You guys have done it in previous Mm -hmm. hard things, Mm -hmm. but you, because you've done that, you know, this Mm -hmm. is what you do. You turn to the Lord. And I loved that you shared your living in Psalm 91. Mm -hmm. And you might want to share with the listeners how that has ministered to you. Psalm 91 has been a real favorite of mine, but the Psalms have just come alive in a way I can't even explain what happens every morning. It is fresh manna. It is just this pouring out of God's Mm -hmm. Spirit to where every passage I feel like is written directly to me. And Craigslist Mm -hmm. said the same thing. But I do love Psalm 91. And for many years, it's been a a place that I prayed through for my family, for my husband, and so on. But Psalm 91.1 says that he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty, that Mm -hmm. he will cover you with his pinions. I Mm -hmm. love that image. Mm -hmm. And that under his wing, Mm -hmm. you can seek refuge. And that's where we are living. And what the Lord showed me was that when we dwell in the shelter of the Most High, that shelter has been built by his word. Mm -hmm. That's the Mm -hmm. secret place that we're hidden in. Mm -hmm. And then the shadow will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. In fact, when Craig and I decided we would not refer to this as our cancer journey, but we would call it abiding in the shadow, that that's Mm -hmm. where we are living. But the shadow, in order for a shadow to fall on you, an object must be very close. Mm -hmm. And so not only do we see what I believe is a picture of the shelter of his word, where he is hiding us, but the shelter of his presence, that he Mm -hmm. is there in the midst of this. And in this week's lesson that Abby did such a wonderful job writing about, she wrote about Jehovah Shema. God is there. And that's what to us Psalm 91 is about, the Mm. presence, the sweetness, Mm. the peace, the manifestation of who He is. Mm. And that's the place we're living. It really is. You know, every time I read that, I picture Moses when God said, you've got to turn your back, but he passed by him. Mm. And I always picture that shadow Mm. that fell over Moses as God was passing by him with all of his what? His goodness. Which was his goodness. Mm. Yes. Yes. That's a good word, Dana. That's a good word. I'm going to hold on to that one. I love that. (laughs) Well, today's lesson, too, we just see the provision and the beautiful types of Christ in Noah, yes, in I the loved, ark. Yes. It's just amazing how we see that. And I do love that the Lord invited Noah to mm-hmm. come in the ark. Noah's obedient. He did exactly what God called him to do. And I think we sometimes have the cartoon image in our head. And yes. so we forget mm-hmm. it took a hundred years to build a massive structure. And we don't have any evidence that he got much help from anybody else. No. So this was what he worked on every single day. And we know from the New Testament, he was a preacher of righteousness. So for those who were saying, you're crazy, why are you doing this? What are you doing building a boat? And well, of course, they, they had had many materials. I mean, you know, ha- there was not tools. a Lowe's around the corner. Right? Exactly. <laughs> no power tools. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. So to see him do that, and then when he finished, though, for the Lord to say, come in, Mm -hmm. as if to say, my presence is already here, Mm -hmm. and I'm inviting you to join me. Mm -hmm. And it's there that we're protected. That's another beautiful Mm -hmm. Psalm 91 Mm -hmm. picture. Yes, (laughs) Yes, it is. is. It is. His peace and His presence, the world cannot offer 
any of that at all. It's such a God thing. And we do see that with Noah being a righteous man. And I wonder how even his wife must have surely had weak moments as she watched her husband, we're assuming, be mocked and made fun of. And yet it didn't deter him from the work, even though it made absolutely no sense, no no sense at all. But it was God's presence in that. So that was a great way of presenting that today in Bible study. But God will take care of His righteous ones, and He's faithful to do that. Last week, we looked at Enoch, who Mm -hmm. also, it was said, he walked Walked with with God. God. And what did God do? In this moral and corrupt era that he was living in, God just said, come on home. Mm. Mm. With Noah, God says, ah, come into the mm. home mm. Mm. that I have prepared for you. And we picture. know we're going to see next week in our <laughs> lesson how God continues in his faithfulness to Noah in that. Yes. And he will be faithful, dear friend, mm. to you. Mm. Thank you for saying that. Thank you. The scripture says, even when we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. And someone had asked me what we learned as we walked through this. And we haven't learned new things about the Lord, so to speak. He's exactly who we know him to be. We're knowing him in a different set of circumstances, mm-hmm. but he changes not. And there's such comfort in that because he is faithful. Mm-hmm. He is faithful. Even when our world crashes or we're unfaithful, he stays faithful. I love the picture of the ark being a picture of our salvation, yeah. being secure in Christ. Because when you are faced with a very difficult diagnosis and any other crisis, you need a shelter to run right. to. And one of the first things that we both did was start collecting scripture so mm-hmm. that we would have that very ready at our fingertips so that any time we could just pull up these special words that he was giving and finding all of these promises of God to stand mm. on. And again, because he's been so faithful in the past, it's easier to mm. step into those and to believe he'll continue You've to be faithful. You've seen him do it before yes. and you know who yes. he is. Yes. And the beauty of that is the enemy hits all of us, regardless of how long we've walked with the Lord with the what ifs and with fear. And he tries to come in with those fiery darts. Mm. That's why that arsenal of Scripture mm-hmm. is going to be such a blessing and a benefit to Eugene. But that's how we all need to face mm-hmm. life and walk through life, is depending upon the Word of God, knowing who God is because we've met Him in His Word. Mm-hmm. We've experienced Him through His Holy Spirit. But then we wield that sword against the evil one when He comes to us with all the what-ifs. Because if we don't take that thought captive initially, yes. we know that that downward spiral of fear takes us into a dark place. It happens very quickly. It really, really does. That's why the Word is so powerful if we will invest in it. I love the story about Joseph that he told the Pharaoh to, in the seven years of plenty, to fill the barns because seven years of famine were coming. And I believe we, Craig and I have mm. been filling our barns, mm. and now we're living on truth that we already know to be true. We're not now trying to right. figure out who God is. And I love that Abby made the point that if you want to know more of the Father, you know the Word. You get into the Word. This is how He's revealed Himself. And so the more we do of that and take that in and appropriate those truths and um, those great promises, the more we're able to live according to His direction. Mm-hmm. That's Amen. exactly right. Amen. Well, you know, I couldn't help but think how our storyline today was just so appropriate mm. that what you see now is not 
the whole story. And I think, Jean, I speak for hundreds and hundreds, thousands of women when I say, this is not the whole story, Mm. but we are excited to see (laughs) what the story is. And we know that it is going to be a good story that he is writing in your life. It is going to be a testimony, and it is going to be a testimony that is going to be used to defeat the enemy and bring honor to him. And so I want to tell you, you're not alone. I can tell you, Don and I can both tell you, the most frequently asked question, (laughs) (laughs) the FAQ, anytime I'm here is, How's Jean? What's the latest on Jean? Mm -hmm. What have you heard from Jean? That's precious. That is precious. I tell you, our faith family, it means everything to us. It really does. It really, really does. The Lord doesn't intend us to walk through things alone. And we rely so heavily on our people of faith, our our people. We have just, as I said earlier, just seen the kindness of the Lord exhibited Mm. through. So Craig and I feel very cherished and very prayed over. We feel like the Lord is carrying us on the prayers of His people. We really do. We feel like we're being kind of carried along and moved along as we But don't you love how you feel Mm. it? Mm. I mean, you know it, but you also feel it, that that God just surrounds you with His presence and lets you know that you're being prayed for. Mm. I remember when Steve had his surgery in 2000, had the thymectomy, was diagnosed with myasthenia Mm. and all of that. And he never went through a period of depression, mm. but our church rallied around him and prayed for us so diligently that when this doctor who had myasthenia and was writing a book on it, wanted to interview Steve, he said, tell me how you dealt with the depression. And Steve's response was, what depression? <laughs> and wow. all he could say was, it has to be the prayers of God's people. Mm. It's the family of mm. God that have rallied around me and literally lifted me up. And he felt it. I felt it. You know, our children felt it. And you you never get over that. Yeah, yeah, it is true. There have been many days that we know at that time somebody is praying. And we believe God's capturing all those prayers that have been lifted up and they're held in golden bowls. And That's they're right. still, Dana, you pointed out to me one day when we were talking that those prayers that have already been spoken, some of them have not been answered. They're just continually mm-hmm. going up as fragrance before the Lord. And what a beautiful picture of what prayer is. But That's right. Craig and I are exceedingly blessed. We really are. Well, we love you tremendously. Mm, Yes, we do. And our women's ministry is blessed, and we will continue to pray with you and walk with you through this. We want to be your Aaron and her. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) That keep your arms lifted up so that we can see the victory Mm. and shout the victory when we get to the end of this together. And it's going to be a party, girlfriend. (laughs) I'm telling you, there is going to be a party at the end. Uh, Sounds like a good plan. And if anybody can do a party and carry out a theme, it's Dana. That's right. That's right. They know how to work a theme. Yeah, don't they? (laughs) Absolutely do. You know, I loved our thought here from shadow to reality where it says without the flood, there is no rescue. And you know, without the hard things in life, we wouldn't know the goodness of God's mercy and his rescue Mm -hmm. on our behalf. Mm -hmm. But also without the cross, there is no forgiveness. Mm -hmm. So we're Mm -hmm. so grateful that we're safe in Christ Mm -hmm. because of the cross is death, burial, mm. and resurrection, Amen. and that he came out of that grave with yeah. the keys mm. <laughs> to mm. death, hell, and the grave. Yes. And consequently, we have no fear. Mm. Mm. Amen. Dana, Amen. would you pray for Jean and yes. for any women listening that are walking through a hard place right now? Yes. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come before you. Lord, and we just bow. Mm. You are awesome. Mm. You are holy. And Father, 
What's your name? Father, every storm is calmed. As we sang this morning, the waves and wind know your name. And so, Father, I pray for Jean. Lord, I pray, Father, that your Holy Spirit would meet her. Yes, Lord. And would meet her with healing in his wings. Father, that you would bless her. Lord, I pray for divine encounters. Yes. Lord, and for even if she can't speak, Father, that you would so radiate through her that all those who see want to know what is it that's making the difference in that woman and the road that she is walking. Lord, I pray, Father, that you would go before her. Yes. You would sit right there with her while she is having that treatment. Lord, you know the feelings of our infirmities. And so, Father, would you just put your arms around her every time she has one of those treatments? Lord, may your presence be so real to her. And Lord, we do ask you to heal her in the name of Jesus. You are the God who heals. Yes. And Father, for other women who may be going through a similar storm, or Father, something that is totally different, but a storm, a raging storm nonetheless. Father, I pray right now that they would know your presence. As Jean said, that they would know you're right there in the boat Mm -hmm. with them. And that, Father, the circumstance and situation would pale in comparison to you. Yes, Jesus. Yes. God, be so big Mm -hmm. to all of us that anything else we walk through today would all but disappear. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your love. Father, we do thank you. Our sister Jean has testified. You are who we know you to be. In your name we pray. Mm. Amen. The Afterward Podcast is a production of Bellevue Women and Bellevue Baptist Church in Memphis, Tennessee. For more Bible studies and other resources, visit bellevue.org women.